Lockdown. Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals to get you through the COVID-19 lockdown. and welcome back to our daily podcast. This is day seven. We have made it a week or we've made it a week, a whole week of lockdown and a whole week of podcasts. Thank you so much for checking back in with us. Today, we have a very special guest checking in with us all the way from Johannesburg. My name is Kirsten Farquharson and with me, the wonderful Danielle DeToy. Today, we have the incredible July Masango. He is an occupational therapist at the Avexia Day Clinic at MediClinic Midstream Hospital. They also have another branch in Menlin. July has an incredible CV. He is an occupational therapist. He qualified from the University of the Witwatersrand in 2013. He has extensive knowledge and experience in various fields of occupational therapy, uh, including physical injuries, mental health, medical legal, vocational rehabilitation, as well as disability management. He is a pioneer that uplifts people to live their lives to the fullest potential and ensure that they have illimitable lives. And he does this through therapeutic use of self to enable people of all ages to unravel their hidden potential, restore function, partake in all areas of occupation with good quality and enabling many people to lead meaningful and purposeful lives. Thank you, July, for being here with us today. Thank you so much, guys. Um, yeah, such an honor uh, to be invited to this show uh, that you guys are running. And thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you on our show. It is just such an opportunity for us and our listeners because so many of are being forced to work from home. Yeah. And I think for many people, yeah, concerned yeah. about their productivity during the lockdown period. And I mean, how do people keep their productivity up? What, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, look, in terms of productivity, that's quite an interesting uh, word. Uh, we are wired in a way that we, we want to control, um, you know, what we do, um, our lives and that. And uh, simply because we're occupational beings, we occupy space and time, right? So if you think about it, um, there's certain things that we, we do in a form of a routine. You know, um, I often hear people and some of my clients as well, they say that they don't like routine and all of that. But what I found to be interesting is that we have a routine as human beings, right? But there's a difference between a passive and an active routine. A passive routine is when someone is on autopilot. When you're, on, when you're on autopilot, just going with the, with the flow, um, there's no active engagement in what you're doing and all of that, right? But uh, when I'm in an active routine, it involves planning and being more intentional about things in my routine. And that gives me satisfaction, the sense of meaning and, and purpose in what I'm doing, right? There's a why in what I'm doing. So it goes back to uh, the basic principles, right? So I think for me, in order for us to ensure productivity, we have to be, uh, you know, intentional about the things that you do, you know, literally, uh, you know, waking up in the morning as if, you know, um, I've got things that I'm looking up to in the day, you know, waking up, making my bed, you know, and also, you know, bathing and preparing myself for the day itself, you know. Um, there's, a, there, there's a mind shift that we experience yeah, when, when we, we plan, we do things in a form of a, 
a structured routine uh, that is more active as compared to just going the flow. You know, I, I will take it as it comes. And uh, by the end of the day, you just procrastinated. You didn't get anything done in that particular day, right? So uh, for me, that's the key. That's the key differentiating factor. I mean, if 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 we can look at uh, most of us, even in our careers, when we started, we we started we're excited about our careers, but down the line people will tell you that I don't enjoy what I'm doing simply because you've gotten into an autopilot mode. So you just go with the flow and then you stagnate, you know. But uh, when we actively engage, you know, in, in our lives, uh, you know, it, it becomes more interesting fun. And when you achieve, uh, you know, success in those small tasks, it makes us to be more productive than that, yeah. Definitely. And I think structuring the day like that is going to, is going to really make an impact for people doing those things, making your bed, actually getting dressed in the morning, yeah, yeah, not staying yeah, in your pajamas yeah. the whole day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. July, could you tell us a little bit more about how we could enhance occupational engagement during this period? How should we structure the different elements in the day? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, uh, according to the World Health Organization and some of the research uh, we we have in occupational therapy, um, uh, especially in the field of occupational science and that, um, we we have an innate desire to participate in, uh, in in four different areas of our occupations. There could be more, but I'm, I've, just, I've just narrowed them into these uh, four areas, which is sleep, obviously, uh, work, personal management, leisure, right? So according to, to this particular research. So basically sleep, we take about um, eight hours. Uh, work is about eight hours, as we know it. Uh, personal management is four hours. Leisure is about four hours. Um, so these, uh, for me, it, it, it may not be you know, uh, possible to, uh, to engage in all of this, especially uh, in the hours that are stipulated uh, there. So, um, but what's key for me is the importance of participating in each one of these every single day, because we, we are wired in a way that we want to experience the effects of what this is, right? I'm going to start with, with sleep. We know that sleep is, is key, is important. Sleep, uh, you know, around about eight hours, especially if I'm on any form of medication, right? That's very key. Um, so, but now uncontrolled sleep is very, um, you know, uh, it steals away our, our, our constructivity. We tend to be you know, uh, lazy around and all of that. And if you think about it, if you sleep, say, um, more than 10, 12 hours, I mean, in a week, you would have slept uh, two weeks of your life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I never, I never thought of it that way until uh, I got this revelation from, our, from one of my clients. Um, he would say to me, July, I don't need an alarm to wake me up. You know, my passion wakes me up. I just want to go out and express myself. I just want to save humanity, you know. That was an eye-opener to me to say that, uh, you know what, there's so much to be grateful for in life for the fact that I'm able to engage in, in purposeful activity. Surely there's things that I can do, right? So in terms of uh, personal management, you look at things such as my self-care, you know, uh, uh, taking, care, taking care of my belongings, surroundings, family, and all of that, right? So... Um, it, it may, it, it, there's a sense of self-appreciation uh, when we engage in these um, activities. You know, um, some of us, we tend to avoid these things. There's a reason why we have to participate in these things. That's because we're occupational beings, right? So um, leisure as well. Leisure is one of those activities um, where you unwind and, and you enjoy yourself. For me, when I'm uh, behind the, the soccer ball, <laughs> I forget about my title, I forget about my rules, just me and the ball, right? So um, we have to, uh, you know, have those leisure activities. Could it be a game, it could be, you know, like walking um, in the garden, 
um, anything like that, right? And uh, of course, work, uh, what we know, what I've just spoken about now, yeah. Thank you so much, July, for, for telling us about all these elements and how these elements are used to structure our day. Yeah, I'm just yeah. wondering around if we can adjust these elements if necessary, you know, in terms of our needs, what we value, our resources, the roles that we have. Are they able to be adjusted according to what we need? Yeah, definitely. Look, these are not generic principles that everyone can take as they are and apply them. So obviously we all have different needs and we all have different roles, depending. I mean, um, I've run groups with people in like different backgrounds. Some employers, some are employees, some are students, and some are not working and all of that. So each of these principles can be customized to a particular person's uh, values, needs, resources, and all of those things, right? If, say, for instance, um, it's a couple and with children and all of that, um, the key thing is to, is to set boundaries and obviously communicate. Be assertive about it to, to say, look, uh, you know, I've got this work and, um, you know, I've, I've, I've got deadlines. It depends. If you have work at home, literally at work, they expect you to be on standby between eight to five. And also you have certain duties that you have to carry out while you're on lockdown and all of that. So it's good to have uh, some form of structure. I mean, uh, uh, for instance, one of my clients, uh, what they do, they've got a baby. So they're taking turns with the husband. You know, um, the husband will take care of the baby for an hour, two hours. The other one will take turns and, and all of that. So, uh, but they also have a slot where everyone is their whole family you know do leisure they, they 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 play and all of that right and then when the kids leave they continue working so it's, it's mainly about that i mean uh, speaking of boundaries i mean we have different uh boundaries you know looking at time you know we know about physical boundaries this time you know emotional boundaries and all of those things and we know about uh you know especially in this time of calls now a couple of my clients you know where boundaries are concerned you know everyone is in your space everyone's in your space in the household itself not in a negative way but I'm just saying that uh, if we don't communicate, sometimes we, we want people to read our minds to, uh, you know, with uh, unspoken expectations, but it's good to speak about these things, to say, look, I've got these things are agent, are pressing to me. Can I please, you know, focus on this? And then I'll get back to the house chores uh, later on and all of that. But uh, basically what I'm trying to say, uh, these things work differently for different people. We'll have to custom make it for you, for you individually. But it's key to be aware of them and be intentional of, of all of these things. Yeah. I think that's going to be very important, especially putting those boundaries in place for parents that have kids and even just partners. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Definitely, assertive. definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What else would you suggest, July, in terms of people achieving optimum productivity? You know, how to work around some of those challenges people might have from working in the home? Um, look, um, I like using this uh, scenario. You know, I grew up in the farm. I'm, I'm from Emakaya, back in Pumalang and all of that. So we have like open fields and, and, and lands and that, right? So what you'd notice is that um, if, if you leave an open field without sowing any seed, without planting anything, anything in there, give it a couple of weeks, something will grow in there, whether you want it or, or not, whether you like it or you don't like it, there will be something that will grow there. It could be good things, it could be thorns or things you don't want, right? So what I'm trying to say, um, our minds and our systems, um, we, we wired like that. So there's always something that grows, you know, um, in our minds and all of that, depending on what we expose to, what we listen, what we look, 
what, what we watch and all of that. So all of these environmental, you know, uh, factors, they, they feed into, through our senses and all of that, right? So, so basically what I'm trying to say is that we have to be intentional about planting the right seeds, right? Especially where productivity is concerned. Um, uh, by that, I mean, uh, you know, I can't just sit and watch news the whole day uh, because that will, will, will freak me out. It, it feeds into, into uh, the fears, the anxiety and all of that. It's good to be updated. It's good to be updated. I always watch news, you know, an hour in the morning, hour in the evening and all of that. But uh, that's for a purpose of awareness, to keep, uh, you know, awareness and all of that being formed, right? But um, then again, um, we... Uh, those things, what they tend to do, um, you know, we tend to develop destructive habits as well. Uh, you know, it's inviting to, to destructive habits if we are not intentional about, you know, planting the red seeds or doing uh, things that we want to see happening, right? And, and also, um, they, it, it steals away the hope for the future and all of that, right? So we need to be careful of the things we feed ourselves. And the other uh, point that I can throw in there is... Um, you know, we, we, ought to, we ought to live our lives vertically. Uh, if, if, if you think about it, our lives are measured in time, right? So, uh, so basically, um, um, now I'm 31 years old. So um, we, horizontally, I will live, uh, you know, um, obviously up until 120 and then. <laughs> but uh, but, <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say is that uh, we ought to live our lives vertically. Vertical meaning I have to focus on the today. No one is sure of tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So me, about yesterday as well, is not going to help me. So, but what I can do, I can enjoy today. When we don't do that, focusing, con concern about the future and all of that, it robs us of the richness mm -hmm. of, the, of the present moment. So it robs us of the richness of the present moment. We don't embrace the now, right? So now we, we become agitated and all of that, you know. Uh, you know, my grandmother, when I was growing up, used to teach me how to pray. I, one of the lines in the prayer was, give us this day our daily yeah. prayer, God. You know, I think there was a reason for all of those things uh, to say that um, we don't have control for tomorrow. We know that all of these things, you know, could lead to um, whatever uh, negative things or results, uh, but uh, we trust and live in the now. So... The other things as well, we, we ought to focus on the things that we can control, the things that we have control over, and make peace with the fact that I can't control other things, but what I can control, I'd give it my best. Yeah. yeah. July, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you're incredibly inspiring when you speak. Yeah. <laughs> you are uh, very inspiring. <laughs> thanks, <Adele. laughs> You should be an inspirational speaker yeah. in your spare time. Got tears over here. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, just that metaphor that you say about something will grow. Yeah, At some point, yeah, something will grow. Yeah. You put something in the ground, yeah. something will grow. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's such an inspiring yeah. thought. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. For, for so many people, they are feeling so flooded by all the news at the moment. What you're suggesting in just trying to focus on what you can control. I think it's so helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything yeah. else that you'd yeah. suggest to our listeners yeah. in terms of this feeling flooded and overwhelmed that you think might be yeah. helpful, make people feel more in control? Yeah, yeah. Um, look, um, there's a, a model that um, uh, I normally use. Uh, we, we are people, uh, as a person, speaking about body, mind and spirit. Uh, I perform occupations in the environment and all of that, right? 
So for me, um, I would say those who are spiritual, if you can participate in that, uh, do participate. If you, you engage in a form of a religion and all of that, it helps because in terms of the hope for the future and all of that, right? But then again, gratitude. Um, um, you know, it, it's good to be grateful of what we have and, and where we are now as a people, as, as a country, and also as individuals. So what, what gratitude does, it makes you appreciate what you have, which then takes away the fear and the uncertainties and all of that. So there's so much power in being grateful. So just drop a list every single day of the things you're grateful for. Just make five, ten, uh, you know, things in your list and all of that. So it, 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 it makes you appreciate the richness of the present moment and it, it takes you down to the basics of life itself, you know. So I may not be able to go to work. I may be locked down here at home. I may be stuck here, but I've got a roof. There's people out there who don't have, you know, houses and all of that. So I've got food and all of that. So um, that's what I, I, would, I would suggest. Like the example I gave now of, of a farmer sowing seeds and that, we, we, we can intentionally plant good seeds. We can listen to inspirational talks. We can uh, read, you know, good inspirational books and all of that, feeding our minds and all of those things and saturating ourselves with, uh, with good things, you know, and, and all of that. And, and too much laughter, you know, laugh a lot, play a lot, uh, do as much as we can to live in the now. That's, uh, that's what I would suggest. Um, also, I must say that um, still having the plans and then hope for the future, you know, um, I've had a couple of people who are concerned that uh, the world may end and all of those things. And I don't believe uh, in that. So um, I think for me, it's good to still have the plans, still take, take the online courses and all of that. I mean, I've, I've got mm. some of my clients, they, they're taking the most of this lockdown period, you know, to finish their assignments to enroll on uh, some online platforms and all of that, yeah. I think the key thing is to engage yourself to the maximum uh, capacity as much as you can because, uh, I mean, look now, we have how many days, 15, 16 days left, and uh, time flies. It will be a challenge at the end of the 21 days, uh, and I look back, I realize that I didn't really do much. You know, I was just, uh, you know, on autopilot through the, the whole three weeks. And I didn't really, I can't point it one thing to say that I've, I've actually accomplished this. You know, at least I completed my assignment or at least I did that, you know. So I might as well just focus on the now and do as much as I can. Yeah, that's uh, all I can say. <laughs> July, I think that attitude of gratitude is such a wonderful way for people to ground themselves during this time, being grateful mm, mm, and mm, being intentional mm, about mm. it, as you've said. So... Mm. For our final question, July, what what take home piece of advice would you would you want our listeners to focus on? Um, for me, uh, continue finding meaning and purpose in what you do. That uh, basically, um, you know, something happens to us when when we lose that sense of meaning and purpose. That's why a lot of people we you know we feel um, uncertain, we freak out, and all of that because we feel like all. Oh, this COVID-19 thing is taking away our control. It's taking away, uh, it's stealing from us, you know. But we ought to still, um, you know, do those small tasks that we can do, which will feed back into our sense of meaning and purpose. It's still a reason to be alive, you know. Uh, look, there's a difference between existing and living. So existing, I'm just flowing through, I'm just existing, but I can be alive and I can actively engage, you know, um, in what I'm doing on a daily basis. And that's the place where we want to be. So I think for me, that would be the last, uh, you know, uh, parting ways to say that, hey, embrace the current moment, the current breeze. Yeah, life is now, it's not tomorrow. It's all about now, it's all about the today. 
So if, if you focus on what you can do today, I may, I may be able to read just one page of the book. I may be able to make a baby smile, make, make my children happy now. You know, I don't care about tomorrow. What, I can, what can you do now? You know? And uh, yeah, I embrace that. And then we'll see how things unfold. Sure. I, I, I feel like my soul has been touched yeah. in this conversation, July. It's, <laughs> you have said things that I think yeah. that many people needed to hear. You know, doing, on a personal level, doing this podcast has been yeah. a very meaningful process, but very challenging. It's, yeah. you're, you're really yeah. making me feel very inspired and very, I, I don't even know, are you, I'm speechless actually yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I'm not often speechless but i i am speechless yeah. thank you thank you for your time thank you for your words thank you're you for welcome. your wisdom you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. i think both of us are, are getting quite emotional just you know just your generosity yeah. and your generosity of spirit as well you know the people that come onto the podcast are not remunerated in any way and for for you to come and give so much of yourself, you know, you've, you've really blessed us. You have given us yeah. a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. You are an incredible yeah. man of wisdom. So, you know, and I think it's, yeah. it's been a true honor for us to have you on our podcast today. And I think it's touched yeah. us both immensely. And, and yeah. like Chris was saying, you know, this, this podcast, we're fitting it into our days and between clients and, and yeah. things like that. But, you know, it's, it's been an incredibly meaningful process. And I feel like, you know, we're, yeah, we're getting yeah, touched by people. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just did yeah, it, you know, we're grateful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I must say that um, I feel honored um, uh, by um, your invite, you guys inviting me in that. Um, yeah, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, some, of, some people don't even realize that, you know, just need that word of encouragement or just, just one mm. tip in a particular area of your life, which will transform everything, you know, just uh, to share that light, you know, um, yeah. And uh, all the best, guys. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. July. Thanks so much, yeah. July. And if anybody wants to get hold of July to speak to him personally, you can reach him through his website, www.evexia, that's E-V-E-X-I-A dot C-O dot Z-A. And July has also been very kind in terms of offering his cell phone number to individuals that want to get through to him. He, he has a number of clients all around South Africa. So it's not just limited to in Johannesburg. His number is 076-321-7592. Okay, perfect. Thanks, guys. Thank you very Thank much, you, July. Okay. Thank you. See Thanks, you. Bye. Bye. So that's it for us. We will see you next time on How to Mental Health Lockdown Edition. Stay sane, everybody. We'll check in later. See you soon.